2020 and last week I came in pretty hot talking about my oh I'm also joined by Joe DeLeon just like to make that noted Thanks. last week I came in pretty hot talking about my upcoming ACL cornhole match that was uh, held at Twin Pansy Brewery in Sterling Virginia and I was pretty confident about how I was gonna do Joe you recall this all right yeah, and I, I asked you the question beforehand, what, what what happens if you get stuck with someone who sucks? Which it sounds like that's exactly what happened. Well, I'm not proud enough to say that I was the best person in there. There were some real gamers and there were some real machines in that building. I mean, guys that... I mean, I, in my first game, I was playing against a gentleman who brought his screaming son... <laughs> and I proceeded to watch his screaming son, like, hit his legs, crying, screaming bloody murder. And he threw four uh, a four-bagger in front of everybody, which is the one of the most impressive athletic feats that I've ever seen. Just because it's such an insane level of distraction. So, in the first game, you know, they're, you're warming up with guys. It's all going pretty cool. You know, there are a lot of nice guys there, a lot of cool dudes. And, um, you know, you're scouting it out, say, seeing who you want to get paired up with, who you don't want to get paired up with, because you want to win some money out of it. And I knew who my partner was going to be the second he walked through the door. <laughs> Wait, why? I could just tell. And when they were announcing, you know, who the teams were. They said his name, and I'm like, okay, okay. And then slowly but surely, I saw other teams, you know, lining up at their courts. And then I was, uh, I was waiting on my end. And then, wouldn't you know it, Joe? Here comes my partner. Okay, wait. So I got, I have to ask this. So when you say that you were going to play, and this person walks in, and you can immediately assume what stuck out to you about this person that made you assume that they were going to be your unlucky partner of the day. The dead look in his eyes. The look that nothing... He didn't want to be the there look, kind of thing? No, the look that not much is going on upstairs. Uh, like, it's just... His mental prowess just, wasn't up to par with... I'm not going to say all that. Okay. But it was... I could tell. And first game... Wouldn't you know it? I get paired up against probably the two best guys in the building. Ugh. Me, admittedly, not even being the best in the building, paired with the worst player in the building in a double elimination tournament. We lost 21 to 0, and I got two turns to throw. So I got a total of eight bags, and I limited my guy to two points a turn. 
because he was raining, but I was able to to hold him. Whereas my the first game, my partner was getting gouged. And typically in a, in a game, you get more than two turns. Yeah. You get at least five, I'd say. I got five turns between two whole games. Second game, <laughs> we lost 21 to six. I'm pretty sure I had five of the six points. I couldn't believe it. The lack of strategy that he was using. The, it, he's playing against a guy in the second game who slides it in. First game, I'm going up against two machines. We're going up against two machines. That's how it is. Okay? that Bad luck of the draw. Maybe if we had really uh, played well, we would have seen him in the finals. Second game, these guys are not nearly as good as the first competition. So I said, okay. Let's play smart. Let's get our threes. If we miss our threes, at least block it up and make them airmail. And I'm doing that. I'm getting my points. I'm wearing down on my end. I'm I'm getting starting to get in a groove. And wouldn't you know it? It's a bloodletting on the other end from my teammate. Uh. He is not. He's he had no comprehension of after I missed my first two three ball three balls to plant up in front of the hole and try to stop the bleeding. No, no, no. He just kept on going for him, and I'm just sitting there furious in an environment that I really enjoyed being in. I'm telling you, I loved it. I want to throw bags at these guys every week, but God damn it, I hate to lose. So what I, I don't hate to lose in stupid fashion. What I don't get is why would this guy, who clearly visibly had a lack of interest, pay the money? Don't you had to pay to go to this event, right? I don't think he had a lack of interest. I think he had... Uh, it, Did you have to pay to go to the event? It was 10 bucks entry. Okay, so why would you make the trip, spend the 10 bucks? Do you think it was just someone's buddy that was the third wheel? That No, 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 no. no. I think he goes out, and I think that they know. And the, my friends that came on to cheer me on, which I appreciate them doing, because it's a good amount of drive that wanted to go out there, cheer me on, they pointed out that this guy's probably irregular, and all the I might have gotten hustled. You know, I'm a rookie. My oh, first wait, time there. Wait, are you saying that your 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 partner was there to intentionally lose? No, 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 no. Okay. I just think everyone knows that he's the worst, but he keeps on showing up. Uh, so they said, okay, let's stick the rookie with him so all of us can have a good time <laughs> so he doesn't ruin our night. He'll ruin the rookie's night. So none of your slappy friends could have been a little bit better and, and stepped in? There were two of them that I think could have played equally as well. If not better, they could have been played better strategically. That's for sure. Yeah. And you'd have that pre-established communication. It wouldn't have been completely. I just couldn't believe yeah. it. I left there. I, I drove the 45 minutes home in utter silence. I was fuming. I didn't want to listen to any music. I didn't want to listen to any radio. I was so mad that I had lost in that fashion. So let me ask you this. I am relatively inexperienced and you've played against me but i'm not i'm not terrible but i'm not i'm certainly not good where would you say i stand in he comparison would have you. you think he would have killed me uh-huh it was that competitive of an atmosphere that, that that this man was the worst person there but still would have beat me is what you're saying yeah interesting So there's my review. I have another tournament this Saturday. Sounds like you need to get a partner. Yeah, I'm going to bring one of my slappy friends or maybe my dad. We'll see how that yeah, goes. Why, why didn't you get your dad in the first place? Isn't your dad pretty good? My dad's pretty good. Okay. so you, I can beat my dad. Well, if you, if you can beat him, that's one thing. But you need someone who can beat 
other people. If you claim to be yeah. this this uh, phenom of a bags player, you you just need someone who is better than that crappy guy you had to deal with. I'm the best from my town. I need to find somebody uh, the best from some uh, another town to be my partner. Yeah, but I haven't uh, found yeah. them yet. That's why I'm reaching out and I'm I'm getting a part of the group to see if I can find someone that you know digs playing with me. Well, hopefully you find that. Yeah, I hope so too. Well, Joe, I wanted to say that recanting my um, cornhole games last Friday would be the not angriest, but most passionate I'd get today because I take that stuff uh, very seriously. But we both came across some news and dialogue that was spread around Twitter today. Would you like to set this up for us, Joe? Just so. Um, oh, I guess I'm the one you know, setting could, it up. Because um, you're nice and you can be nice and eloquent about yes. it. Yes. So with the NFL Combine, there is obviously media availability for these players in the first few days. So there's a lot of conversations, a lot of media people asking questions. And then the other big deal is these guys are being interviewed by coaches and player personnel people because they want to get a better sense of what these players are going to be like when they bring them to their franchise. So on this first day, like any day, there's always going to be a wide range of odd, goofy questions that maybe are, why did you ask that? Like previously, I had to cut some audio for one of my other jobs, and a lot of it was unusable because a lot of people were asking one word, yes or no questions. But one of the questions that was asked that seemed to have sparked a bit of a debate on Twitter was the one asked to Jalen Hurts, quarterback from Oklahoma, previously at Alabama, who is the most, I don't think there's any argument about it, the most athletic quarterback in this year's NFL draft. He's not the most talented quarterback prospect, but he has the athletic traits that he could play running back, receiver, defensive back, Anything that you can need him to do, he's that athletic. Special teams. Uh, special teams. He's that athletic of a player, but he will make a very nice backup quarterback for a few years until he can potentially develop. And I'm not saying that he can't develop into a starter. He, he very well could be. I think he has got a very high ceiling. He's got a lot of stuff he needs to clean up. But the question that was asked to him during media availability was, would you consider switching positions if a team asked you? And for some reason that this question sparked a huge debate for, well, why do guys like Jalen have a tendency to be asked to switch positions? And it is worth noting that Tom Pelissero tweeted that despite the speculation, the huge speculation, no team has requested Oklahoma's Jalen Hurts to perform combine drills at any other position than quarterback. Sources tell him and Ian Rappaport won to watch in tomorrow's primetime throwing session. So the speculation has been strictly from the media. There has not actually been any conversations between him and teams asking him to participate in drills as a defensive back. The most notable recent one that happened was Trace McSorley was asked to participate in defensive back drills, which made a ton of sense. He was the most athletic quarterback in that year's quarterback class, but he he declined and he said he did not want to. I, and you and me, we've both had the experience to play football 
all throughout high school and in college. And one thing that I know both of us learned in that time is that the sport of football doesn't give a damn about what race you are. And the people on Twitter, people on Twitter, give a damn about it. Likely because they're just seeing it on the surface level. Whereas if you have played and you've faced that level of difficulty and sacrifice and just knowing how unloving football is to a player, you can understand that it's just people that haven't played that are using or creating these narratives about black quarterbacks not being able to throw the ball. We have enough examples in today's game of quarterbacks who happen to be black that are elite quarterbacks. And we have examples of quarterbacks who are white that are elite quarterbacks. And talent evaluators have the job of determining who the elite quarterback is. And within these evaluations, the qualities that they should be determining for a player who wants to be quarterback, and I believe that they are determining, is decision-making, arm talent, leadership, and athleticism in that order. In no point of time in their evaluations do I believe that they are considering whether or not the, the color of this player's skin matters. But on Twitter, it matters because people got it wrong about Lamar Jackson. And Lamar Jackson's MVP is a hell of a player, and a lot of people said that he was going to be a running back. They didn't say it because he happened to be black. They said it because he is such a freakishly good athlete. And they believed that he might be uh, better skilled and better equipped to play on a team as a skill position player. Did they get it wrong? Yes. Is he a phenomenal quarterback? Yes. Well, it's it wasn't even the fact of they were asking about the whole receiver thing because they thought he was better equipped to play receiver. It's not even that. Yes, some teams might have thought uh, might have thought that, but you have to break it down in the sense that these teams and general managers, talent evaluators, coaches are looking for guys with versatility. So, if in this specific instance, if they did actually talk to Jalen Hurts about, hey, would you be willing to play another position? It is not them saying, hey, we don't think you can play quarterback. We want you to play running back. It is the conversation of saying, you have athletic versatility. Right now, our team has a solidified quarterback position. We don't think you're 100% ready to play right now, but we want to find a way for you to contribute and get onto the field because we like you that much. We think you're that talented. We think that we can have a two-quarterback set. We could have very unique formations. We even saw that with the Baltimore Ravens when they had uh, RG3, RG3. And, and Lamar Jackson on the field at the same time in addition to Mark Ingram. Teams want to find ways that they can do that, where they can have formation versatility. It is not a negative knock on a player. It is a matter of finding guys that can do more, the more than one thing and get on the field and play. And I think that the the biggest problem with this whole situation is everyone that wants to point the finger and say like, oh, why is it always guys in Jalen's situation that are being asked to switch? Well, it's because athletic quarterbacks like Jalen Smith or not uh, J uh, Jalen Hurts rather that don't have Q 
consistency as a passer and played in offensive schemes that allowed them to rely heavily on their offensive lines and also their offensive weapons. And then in addition to that, um, the, the scheme itself. Those guys have a lot less polish. They need a lot more time to develop. Anyone would agree with me in saying that has actually watched the tape and that actually knows how to evaluate a quarterback and that actually knows the game of football would agree with me that Jalen Hurts is not ready to start right now. He's not ready to play right away in the NFL. So there's nothing wrong with taking him and trying to find a way for him to contribute. I think that it is just lazy. And it's part of the reason why I kind of, I love the NFL draft, but part of the reason why I hate it because out of nowhere on Twitter, everyone thinks they're an expert. There's these accounts that have thousands of followers that have created a following because they post a bunch of videos and people that know less than them think that they know a lot. The reality of it is none of those people know anything. They've never played a down of football. They've never been a scout. They've never been a coach. They've never done any of those things. So stop playing it up like you know what you're talking about. That's pissing me off. I, I took... I. Yeah, it pissed me off to see this because you're not evaluating how good of a quarterback this guy is. You're just evaluating his skin color. You're not taking the time to see what he could do best in his future in this sport, which is absolutely messed up. I can't can't stand it. If you're a good football player and you can play at the NFL level, someone is going to let you play at the NFL level. Regardless of circumstance. And I think it's a fair question to ask also in, in media availability. I, don't I think, think it is too. I don't think it's unfair because I can guarantee in the next three years of Jalen Hurts' NFL career, there will be instances where they where he will line up for a team not as a quarterback. I can guarantee that is going to happen. That's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. He needs a couple of years to develop. And if they want to use him... As a running back or a receiver in various situations, there's nothing wrong with that. I don't see any outrage about Taysom Hill. I don't see any of it. And he's living the life in New Orleans. And he's he, playing ball. Yep. Everyone loves him. And he loves his situation because he's scoring touchdowns. He's contributing to the team on a very high level. And he's a guy that needed a few years to develop. And there's some people that are talking about him as a franchise quarterback. Some people think that he will be the eventual successor to Drew Brees. I don't agree with that take, but it's just the the mold that people are trying to fit. Teams see Taysom Hill's success and they want that. They want to take someone who has versatility that maybe isn't a polished passer, but can use them as an elite offensive weapon and completely freak out opposing defenses. If you have that type of a player on your roster, you have an elite advantage over opposing defenses. Yeah, I want people to stop making this narrative and, and pointing it to the talent evaluators in the NFL and the executives. Point, the, Look into the mirror and see who's perpetuating this narrative of, of quarterbacks that happen to be extremely athletic and, and, and who is really doubting them. Just people don't look know into anything the mirror about, and then tell me. People don't know anything about football, apparently. People that see the, the sport as skin deep. And it's offensive to those of us that have played it and understand the true nuances of the game and how little race plays a card in it. It's about skill. And it's about desire. All right, you want to hit something a little bit more lighthearted that we're not... Let's hit something <laughs> more lighthearted. Screaming into Thank the you, void. <laughs> Thank you, I just I'm glad that we got to talk about it because we have that circumstance of being able to play the game to the college level and getting that extra experience that these idiots don't. 
Okay. We've had two major feats of eating prowess. Is that, is that, is eat, would you like to say eating is the, the right verb? Uh, Let's be a little bit more unique here and say cons- consumption. Ah, consumption. Consumption prowess. I was going to say consumption. There we go. There you go. Finishing each other's sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> go to hell. <laughs> All right, Joe, give us the breakdown here. Why Why am I the breakdown guy today? You're the one who's like, oh, I'm, I'm going I'm to lead the show. Yeah, you, I, I'm John Edison. I'm going to lead the show. <laughs> All right. I guess I'm leading the show. You're just. Well, it's you're, because you know how to pronounce the first guy's you're, name. You're, I, haven't, I haven't done practice on oh, it. Okay. I'd be going in so on a cold. You, you could have said, instead of that weird clunky transition, you could have said, hey, Joe, I don't know how to pr- pronounce uh, Nete Muti, so I'm, which that's probably not correct. You go ahead and do it. So um, with this media availability, availability, there was a more entertaining and fun and lighthearted story that came out. There's always the fun stuff on our FCS show. We talked about Kyle Murphy describing how he makes his peanut butter and jelly sandwich. So Fresno state guard, Nete Mute don't know how it came up in conversation said that he is one of the drafts or sorry. He published, ah, man, I'm botching the hell out of this. He polished off a 10 by 10 at in and out. That is 10 beef patties, 10 slices of cheese between two pieces of bread. So, he completely demolished that thing, which I don't think would be too crazy of a, a feat for a 300-pounder. But we're comparing that side-by-side side with Ravens offensive lineman Bradley Bozeman, who recently defeated a Texas eating challenge where he finished a 72-ounce steak in 48 minutes. I'm trying to determine which is harder and which is more impressive. Now... I think that a 72-ounce steak is both harder and more impressive of a feat, especially Mm. given the time in which he uh, finished it in. 48 minutes is a short amount of time for 72 ounces of steak. I'm not trying to diminish the 10-patty burger at In-N-Out, but from what I've seen uh, of In-N-Out, I I have no interest in eating there. Because you hate California and the West Coast. It's okay. It's fine. Yeah, but what I've seen is they have thin patties, correct, Joe? I would not say they're thin, but it's not... It's your standard five guys size patty. I don't think it's anything... Oh, I I would say five guys is thicker patties than that. Nice burp that you slid in there. There was no burp. (laughs) It sounded like you burped. Okay, go ahead. You jackass. (laughs) Continue your breakdown of of the the cheeseburger. Nice thick-rimmed glasses. Okay. You just, How about that? Are you staring me down in the in the live stream? Is that what you're... Oh, you can't do a show without fiddling with that stupid pen? Nice. Classy. Nice. That's, thank you. I have fidgeting problems. You got a problem with that? Where's your fidget spinner, Joe? Why don't you get one of those? <laughs> Shut up. I still have the one, I still have the one that uh, Cox gave us when we um, signed up for our, uh, our our cable at our house. Oh yeah, why don't you break that out? I don't, then. I don't know where it is. Uh, okay, way to get off topic. Let's 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 finish our conversation here about. Um, don't say I burped when I didn't burp. It sounded like you burped. You, you're just constantly spewing noises and <laughs> excretion that, like, I can't really distinct if it's just a yeah. There, yeah. Is that better? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is that better? Can you, can you do that on command? Is that what that is? is that, yeah, I can just, do it on command. Uh, it's disgusting. <laughs> Oh, everyone's going to be so sick of that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but it's the thin patties uh, at In-N-Out. 
So I, 10 patties is a lot. That's in DeLeon range because he's been a, a, a noted four patty getter at I've five eaten, guys I've of all five. places. I told you this. I've done the five <laughs> oh, patty. Five patties. Yes, I've done the five patties and I've been hungry after. It's not a, a overwhelming feat to accomplish. <laughs> That Five was, Guys is like a twice a year spot for that, me. That, what? It, that's with a two with a two patty burger. It's, Five it's Guys so is great. What, why what are you, why are not, you saying it's a twice? Because it is so oh. bad. <laughs> well, my blood pressure is probably a lot higher than yours. <laughs> let's, just, let's just leave it at that. All right, Joe. So do you agree with me that the steak is probably more impressive than the burgers? Ah. Uh. See if the if the question was which is harder, I'm gonna have to pick the burger because it oh. is, it's it's huge, it's gigantic, it's it's incredibly tall. It is it's not easy to grip. It's something that you have to eat with your hands. That's gonna be harder to eat. The 72 ounces is probably. See, have uh, you seen a, a 12 ounce New York strip? I want a calorie It'll breakdown. A Wait, I want a calorie breakdown. I would like to to have some form of breakdown as to what has more value to it. Okay, I'm I'll gonna, do that. I'm going to have you... to pay. I will pick the steak. I'm picking the steak because I'm assuming that 72 ounces of steak is probably more calories and a lot more substance than a, a 10 patty burger from In-N-Out. Okay, Joe, I'm going to figure this out right now. What is your, what would you rather eat? I'd rather eat the steak. I think that the steak would be more rewarding. I, I'm, I, le- I don't mind eating cheeseburgers, and I'm not saying I'd be deterred from eating food that is messy, but if I'm trying to eat a 10 patty burger with my hands, that is going to be a mess. That is going to be an S show. There's no way that's going to end up not being a pile of mush in my hands. By Like, like you're going to be just shoving pieces of meat and and bread into your mouth by the end of it um uh um sean what have you uh what have you come up with okay what i've come up with is that the 72 ounce steak has 4500 calories that's nothing to sneeze at and the cheeseburger from in and out just the standard Ranges from 330 to 480. So let's chalk it up at a clean 400. Okay. So 400. Let's assume that there's uh, 200 calories per patty kind of thing. So it's 400 plus the 200 per patty. I'd like to say 300 per patty. Okay, 300 per patty. Can we do that? Yeah, let's do that. So 300 times 10, 3,000 calories. Wow. That's a lot of calories. I'd rather eat the steak also just because it's steak. Yeah. Yeah. I can be, I can enjoy it a little bit more. I, I firmly believe that you and I should start doing some of these eating challenges. I think that we should, you and I have the uh, digestive prowess and experience that I think that we are capable of doing it. I think it's good content, right? I mean, like who wouldn't want to, to watch us try and, eat something enormous now i get it that you're oh i'm trying to lose weight uh, but you know you you say what you will if you don't want to i would happily do this with you but we'd have to do it on a um 
on a stream yeah. where we could both be seen. So it might have to be on Facebook Live or um, some other place like that, just given the fact that Periscope doesn't allow a dual video stream yeah, because, from what we found so far. Because Periscope sucks, and we thought that it was better than it actually is. Like, I don't know what this, this crap is that we're using right now, but it, it sucks. This is terrible. We'll figure out a way for these eating challenges to get on a uh, double stream, or maybe we'll make a video and put it on YouTube. All right. We could do. We could always do that. We could always yeah. just say, "Hey, here's our." Um, you know, we just put them side by side, right? Yeah, that kind of thing. That works for me. Um, all right, Joe, you have a topic that you like that you you're pretty excited to to dive into, which is combine interviews for those of us for you and me who are not attending the combine and you've compiled a list of the most intriguing and questionable questions yes asked to players so for those that are unfamiliar with the interview process if you're a draft prospect you're going to be asked by scouts eventually general managers and coaches once you get to those bigger events you're going to get asked a lot of questions they'll start off simple they'll start asking you uh, what was your gpa like in college did you like going to the University of Rhode Island? Things like that. You're going to be set up nice and smooth. Oh, what does your dad do for a living? You, you'll feel very, really comfortable. And then, bam, they're going to hit you with a random left turn. Something that you're not expecting, that they're trying to catch you off guard and see how you react, how you answer those questions. Things that they're trying to see how you think, how quick thinking you are, how do you handle pressure. And most notably over the past, I would say, 10 years or so, five years, there has been recorded questions from these interviews that draft scouts or not uh, draft prospects rather have, have come public and saying that they were asked these questions. And a lot of them are a little bit more than left turns. They're frankly very, very odd. So we thought it would be very fun if we subjected each other to some of these draft interviews. So, so Sean, I'm going to start us off right here. Take a seat right down in this uh, nice room uh, that we have here in Indianapolis. Sean, um, how you doing today? Doing good, Joe. Thanks for the opportunity. Or Mr. DeLeon, pardon me. Yeah, it's Thank Mr. you for the opportunity it's, it's, for... It's Mr. DeLeon to you, okay? Thanks for the opportunity for this interview. I'm excited. Uh, so, uh, Here, Joe, I, uh, do you want to do the... Actually, all right, you ask me the first Are you gonna, you're gonna three, just, I, I'm and asking then you I'll questions. flip it on you no, the no, first No, I'm four. asking you no, no, questions. Hey, 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 we're, hey, we're, we're all, breaking the wall here. We're Dumpy. alternating here. We're alternating here. We're alternating? Here. Why don't yes. you go the first three, and then we'll switch the interview. I'll give you the last four. All right, that's fair. Okay. Fine, go ahead. So... All right, so Sean, back from the top. How's your uh, how's your trip been so far? Coming here to Indianapolis, you liking it? It's good, good food. I like the environment. I like seeing the uh, NFL stadium up close like this. It's pretty cool when it's uh, when it's empty and it's just us. So uh, you're a pretty handsome guy, Sean. You know, you probably uh, probably hear thanks. you know some nice Thank compliments. You. Do uh, do you get a lot of men that uh, that are into you? Do you do you like men personally? I do not. I have friends that do, and they're just, you know, I can be, I have no problem with those who do, but <laughs> for me, I don't. That's right. just not, uh, you know, that's not my preference. Or not the best way. Thanks to, for asking, though. Uh, not the best way to answer that. Uh, next oh. question, Sean. Oh, no. If you had to murder someone. Like, had to do it. What would be your weapon of choice? Piano wire. Piano wire? Really? How, yes. how, how come? What, uh, were, that was very 
first of all, I'd like to point out there was a very quick answer. But what is your what, what is you. behind your? That's not something you should be saying thank you to. Oh, okay. uh, what what is the My basis for your your decision? Yeah, I can tell you're nervous. What is the? Well, I'm in Indianapolis. I think you know. <laughs> you know what is the basis continue. for your your uh, decision there to choose a piano wire? I can conceal it very easily and quickly into a pocket if I need be, and I can discard it uh, very easily also with little ability to be traced. You know, it's going to be hard to find one wire. Whereas with a, you know, a gun, you could, uh, you could, you could track that down pretty easily. So I'd go with piano wire personally. Uh, we would have also accepted the fact that it is not easy to get a lot of fingerprints on. Yes. Something yes. like that. Uh, so I got one more question for here, Sean. Uh, and then okay. you can get the heck out of my room after. Uh, oh, so okay. let's say you're on a mountain in Alaska. Seems like you belong on a mountain in alaska considering your freakish size and on that buzz bus the brakes go out you begin to hurtle down that mountain at 100 miles per hour where are you sitting on the bus i'm going to sit in the seat adjacent to or directly next to the emergency exit so if need be i can climb up and get out of the bus but I'll probably choose around the middle of the bus so I don't get the full crush of the front. And in case I start rolling, I'll be in the in kind of the, the sweet spot there. And I'm not uh, having to deal with another external wall to bump into like the, the front of the bus or the back of the bus. And I'm still giving myself at least an option of exiting the back exit emergency exit, uh, one of the side window exits, the top exit, or the front door of the bus. So, so I'd probably choose right around the middle. You would say that you're not concerned whatsoever about the other people on the bus? There's, you know, you're not... There are other people on the bus? Uh, yeah, why wouldn't there? You're driving the... You're on a bus with no one else on it? Why would there be... There was, why would you okay. be the only person on the bus? So you're not concerned about trying to help those people. You're not thinking about a strategic location that you could help get other people off the bus. No, you're worried about you getting yourself off the bus is what is what I'm understanding from your response. Well, Mr. DeLeon, if it was presented to me in the original question that there were other passengers no, on no, the bus. No, 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 no. You're not going to, you can't flip that on me. I would you can, stand up you can't and just direct others to the back of the bus in the middle and I would see if there's anybody more experienced in snow time driving in Alaska uh, that handles this. Cause you know, I'm from Virginia. We don't drive in snow that much. So if there, I, I'd abruptly ask, Hey, is there anybody here that's a driven a bus, driven a bus in the snow and ice uh, in Alaska? And if there's anybody more qualified, please take the realm. If not, I'll do this and I'll try my best. Yeah, you failed. Everybody else, you, please get to the back. You failed that interview horribly. Um, oh, I guess so. Nice, nice try, though. Um, we're not going to draft you, but mm. uh, it was it was worth a shot. You're probably not going to get signed either. Thanks for the opportunity, Coach Fatty. Okay. <laughs> All, right. All right, Joe. Your turn. All right. Okay, let's go. All right. Oh, come in, Mr. DeLeon. <laughs> what are we, role-playing? What? Are... <laughs> oh, interesting. So you're not willing to go along with our culture here. What are you, what are you talking about? All right. Well, we have some questions for you. All right. Now, 
First question, I noticed that you wear super thick uh, and wide-rimmed glasses. Do you think that that's affected your playing ability? I don't believe so. I actually just recently got fitted for contacts, so going forward in the future, uh, I'm not going to require glasses really that, that more. I, it's something that I wear when I'm doing work, when I'm using my computer, but I specifically got the contacts so I can have them in an athletic environment. Okay, that's great. Now, are you concerned about any of your possible future teammates making fun of your super squinty eyes? Uh, no, because I, I won't be squinty because I'm going to be wearing contacts. Uh, okay, noted. All right, Joe, would you share your internet history with us? Well, I'm not somebody who has anything to hide. If I did have any oh. confidential information, I'm not going to be willing to give that with you. But at this moment in time, uh, I'm an incognito window kind of guy. If I need to look up anything... Uh, you know, that that should not be public and that I wouldn't want you to see. But uh, other than that, though, I don't all my tabs on Safari on my phone are all me just looking at it, uh, at articles and stuff like that. Nothing to hide here. All right. Hold on. Okay. Incognito type of guy. All right. Cool. All right, Joe. Well, that's interesting. I haven't heard that take before. Also, uh, boxers or briefs? Briefs. Oh. Oh. Okay. Interesting. How come? Uh, just unprecedented. What? What? I un- unprecedented. I think that it's. Just uh, please continue. That's relatively common. Uh, uh, just please continue. From being in a in an athletic locker room, I can guarantee that that is. Re- uh, so relatively. you're looking at you're comparing your <laughs> undergarments to those of your your teammates. Um, not not particularly interesting. Not particularly, mm. but I don't think that it is. No, a lot of grown men don't like uh, anything to shake a stick at. at. I don't yeah. think that it's anything that oh. would would now cause you're shaking <laughs> sticks at the locker room. I, I don't like this, uh, Mr. DeLeon. It's just a question about underwear. How about you keep I, the I, stick I, shaking to I, yourself? I, I wear briefs. It's just what I'm used to. It mm. is what I'm comfortable with. Okay, let me just write that down. All right. Oof. Mr. DeLeon, how many ways could you use a brick in a minute? Easily 100. Easily 100? Could you at least give me... I don't believe that, but could you give me at least five ways you would use a brick in a minute? Uh, you could use a One brick 1, as a paperweight. You can use it to Three, smash up fruit. You can use 4, it to 1, kill someone. Uh, you oh. can use it as a uh, uh, to break a window. You can use huh. it to deface someone's car. Um, oh. You can use a brick uh, to hmm. s- stir your soup. Uh, oh, you can uh, you can use a, well, a brick as a weight. You can use it as an exercise form of exercise. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think what else you could use a brick for. Well, you said 100, and at the rate you're going right now, you'd be lucky to reach 25. I could I over, could very well... Over-exaggerate. Over-exaggerate. Don't give me that. Overconfident in abilities. Okay. I don't think there's anything wrong right, with being overconfident. Last question. Okay. All right. Hmm. This one might hit a little home for you, just given your situation within the... Uh, this world. Are you afraid of clowns? Assuming that you are one, I, I I would say no, but you know, it's a boilerplate question here. Are you afraid of clowns? Well, I lived with one for three years, so uh, uh 
No, I am not afraid of clowns. Um, so that was an a easily... clown house type deal? Uh, yeah, no, I, w- I would definitely say that. Uh, I was no, not I the ringleader of the clown show. It was mm. the person who was living directly underneath me. Uh, but yeah, no, I would not say I'm afraid, to cl- afraid of clowns. Uh, and I don't think that would affect anything with my playing career. Okay, good to know. Good to know. Okay, Mr. DeLeon, um, you know, get those eyes fixed. Stop using those eyes to look at your teammates' uh, underwear and privates, and then we might have something going here. But uh, thanks for your time. Now, please leave. We have to cover uh, other things. All right. Yeah, I clearly did better than you did. You didn't. What are you talking about? You botched the hell out of You're them. talking about other men's briefs and boxers in the locker room. I was room. trying to be funny. That's not something I was you tr- want to hear in an interview, Joe. I was trying to be funny. No one needs a... I, yeah, you don't need an over-observer in that atmosphere. All right, Joe, we have two more things to get you get to, and they are our cornerstone segments. Clown of the Week and Shower Pissers are left. Joe, Clown of the Week, hit us with it. So my pick this week comes out of the NFL Combine. A Cleveland ESPN radio show host, Tony Grossi, is my clown for leaving his microphone on and not realizing the mics were hot and that he thought that they had gone to commercial in a spewing rant while he did not know that his microphone was hot. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're going to do that next. And we're going to miss out on this guy. What's that? Burr. Wentz, Watson, uh, uh, Keep it going. Mahomes. Mahomes. And now Burrow. And now Burrow. And who do we got? Went on a tirade about how the Browns continued to fail at having the right quarterback, how they missed out on Deshaun Watson, all that. They said that now they're going to miss out on Joe Burrow. And then he finished it up by saying that they have Baker Mayfield, who is an effing (laughs) And then he went right to Twitter to uh, indicate that he did, should not have been using that derogatory term, but like, look, you got caught with your pants down, man. There is no way to get out of this. You said a derogatory term you cursed on air, and you referred to a professional athlete who you notably have issues with. Um, there's no way to recover from that. I would not be surprised if they suspended him. That's just that's just poor lack of awareness. He'll likely get suspended for that. You can't swear on air, and. It, you're in that market too it's gonna be you know tough walking around Uh, no love there for mr grossi well i could see why they'd be upset having drafted deshaun kaiser over deshaun watson but you know that's how it is now joe my clown of the week and joe you can do what you have to do during my clown of the week i already have my shower visit okay all right go get get to your point Oh, no, 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 no. That's not how this works right now, you underprepared silch. (laughs) College football quotes on Twitter. Uh, They sent out a tweet predicting the best college football team for each state in the 2020 season. I don't particularly like bringing in my experience and bias from the University of Rhode Island where I played and where Joe played onto the show just because I feel like it can get a little old and I like to stay pretty neutral. But for the state of Rhode Island, college football quotes chose Bryant University as They're the, the worst best team college in our state. football team 
in the state for the 2020 season. The University of Rhode Island just sent three guys to the combine that are performing this week. And we also signed multiple three-star recruits and a four-star recruit. But Bryant is suddenly the most qualified team. Okay. Better than Brown. Better than Brown. They did zero research, Joe. And I know it. Because if you look at what Bryant does and what we did, it's not a question. Maybe they just looked at the records. Or maybe they just flipped a coin. But this is so (laughs) clownish. And I'm not somebody that would defend URI football to the death of me. I understand the flaws that the program has. I understand the successes that the program has. And I'd be happy to talk about both. But in this instance, if you're saying that Bryant University and their football team will be better than URI's next year, then you, don't, you shouldn't be tweeting from an account. You shouldn't have an affiliation on Twitter to even talk about college football. It's a stupid statement, a stupid tweet. You are a clown. Now, Joe, we're on to the safety position. Yeah. For shower pissers. I'm assuming we're going to do specialists next week and then wrap it up there? Uh, Yeah. Why, why don't we, we... Do you want to do coaches also? Uh, ooh, Coaches would be a good one. But I'd like coaches also because we need a coach for the team. Yeah, we do need a coach for the team. And then we're going to do all piss team, right? Yep. That was the... Then we'll give our all piss teams of the year. My pick for strong safety is Landon Collins. Oh, that's oh. stupid. Why is that Continue. stupid? I think that's a good I, pick. I, I, sorry, sorry. I jumped on you. I jumped. That's that's my bad. Let's hear your rationale. Um, I don't have time to think this through. Uh, if I was just going off of personality, I think Landon Collins kind of fits the bill. That's about it. Not a proud moment for me right now. But this is a terrible moment for you given the safeties that are in the game right now. You could have said Tyron Matthew. You could have said uh, is he a, Jamal is he, Adams. He's a strong safety. He's a safety. We're just going Oh, you you put SS, so I assumed I had to find a specific strong safety, so you limited pardon me, me. Pardon That's me. That's on pardon you. Me. That's on you for for effing up the show notes. Oh, oh, so now it's it's my fault that you didn't even look for a safety. I got distracted by Shut other up. parts of the show prep. I'll come I up with I want to hear it. Okay. I wouldn't pick Jamal Adams, but I definitely would have picked Tyron Matthew. You wouldn't pick Jamal Adams? No, nah, he doesn't come off as a shower pissing guy type guy. Or my other pick would have been Derwin James. Why Derwin James? Derwin James has nothing. He's been nothing but an upstanding member of the he, Los Angeles it, Chargers. Just because he's upstanding does not mean that he he's not a... I don't know. Why if, would he if do you, it, Joe? Uh, if you have heard him talk and his personality, he just seems very, oh very easygoing. He seems very laughable. Um, that kind of goof-off type guy that if he came into the shower would laugh about the fact that he's pissing. He seems like that I kind of a that guy. rationale. That's not bad rationale. How about, how about my guy, Earl Thomas? No. 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 Yes, yes. No. This, if no. you are going to flip off your own sideline after getting while getting carted off... Yeah, You're going to yeah. piss in the shower. How about that, Joe? You do your research. <laughs> oh, come on. Hey, come on. I was pulling all these these dinger of, of combine interview questions. I'm sorry. I pulled, all, I pulled I everything from the Jalen Hurts conversation. Uh, okay. All right. I'm sorry. Okay. So, yeah, there you go. What are you hungry? You forgot you were trying to, Just, you know. I, no, I'm not hungry. I could eat. All this talk about burgers and steak. 
killing me over here. <laughs> All right. Well, who'd I go with? Earl Thomas. Who'd you go with? Landon Collins. Derwin stupid. James. Derwin James. That's so stupid. Okay. You're, you're stupid. I'll give you time to reevaluate for your all piss teams in a couple weeks. All right. Okay. All right, brother. Good show. As always, brother. This was Get to the Point. I am Sean Anderson. My co host, Joe DeLeon. You can follow him on Twitter at Joe DeLeon. You could follow me on Twitter at Sanderson Radio. You can follow the show Twitter at GTTP Podcast. Two T's, one P. Leave us a review wherever you're listening to this. You can subscribe. You can give us feedback about what you want us to talk about. We'll get to it. We love interacting with listeners. It is the best part of doing this type of entertainment. Joe, you got anything? Uh, no. No, no closing, nope. no closing thoughts for me. Nope. All right. Well, share the show with your friends. Let us know what you think of it. Let us know if you think it's good or bad or if you think we were right or wrong. We have no problem defending ourselves later or arguing about it with you at all. Thanks for tuning in. We will be back next week with another episode of Get to the Point. Thank you.